0: hey guys welcome to episode one of culture in the war i am your host the prophet and today i have somebody near and dear to my heart somebody that i graduated with somebody that i I truly struggled in high school with miss marilyn palmer a senior at winthrop university um majoring in chemistry come on black women in stem we love to see it um today she's here to talk about um her college experience being a organization owner and her own organization mad scientist which i'll just let her go ahead and introduce herself
1: all right hi everyone just like swoop said i am marilyn palmer i am currently a senior pursuing a bachelor of science in chemistry and recently well like i like a year ago i started An organization on campus called minorities who are astonishingly driven scientists and it is to promote diversity and to help underrepresented minorities in stem and so yeah
0: yeah it is so amazing i mean as you see these days a lot of black women have like pursued careers in stem you have hidden figures you have like various amounts of women who aren't even recognized in stem so What made you want to go into stem? What was your passion? What What were you driven towards?
1: Honestly, I I kind of just went by my my interest in like alternative medicine first Mm -hmm. because I've always been the person that's like I don't want to take pills. (laughs) I'm looking at like all of the side effects. (laughs) I'm always hesitant about getting vaccines and stuff. So I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I want to know what's in it. I want to know what am I putting in my body. And so just by having that curiosity, I was like, Mm -hmm. since I'm going this like holistic type lifestyle, I want to kind of pursue a career in that. And so in high school, I was in a specific program that was help helping to cultivate students Mm -hmm. in STEM. And so a lot of people were suggesting that I major in chemistry or biology if mm. my plan was to go to med school. So I was like, okay, I'll just choose chemistry, but little did I know. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting myself into.
2: <laughs> wow, ooh, child. Yeah,
1: child. but I mean, I've recently changed my kind of career path. I still love alternative medicine and um, holistic medicine, but I kind of changed and I'm like, I'm kind of into the cosmetic chemistry now.
2: Ooh.
1: Yeah, but I like both. But that's kind of how, that's kind of how I kind of slid into STEM.
0: <laughs> so you say cosmetic chemistry? Yeah. So for like non-STEM people like me, what what exactly is that?
1: Cosmetics. Okay. <laughs> so you know your makeup, your hair products, your skincare uh, products, like everything, everything cosmetics, even nail nail polish and everything like that. Since I am Someone who loves skincare. I love doing my hair and love having my nice hair care routine once a week. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows me, they know they yeah, know that that's straight me. Straight facts. And I was like, how can I mix my passion with this, this degree that I have? Because I kind of second guessed going to med school mm. by the time I got to my sophomore year in college. I was mm-hmm. like, mm do I really wanna to go to med school, do I not? And then I kinda of was like, hmm, what's something else I can do to mix something I'm passionate about, but also use my degree in? And Good so I was boy. like, cosmetics, they has there has to be someone to be in the lab to mix up these hair products, these skincare products. So yeah, so it's kinda of how I was like, yeah, I think cosmetic chemistry might be something I'm interested in.
0: That is dope, That mm-hmm. that is truly amazing. And you said that your sophomore year, you kind of realize you didn't want to go to med school. I will be honest. I am in the same position. You know, when I mm. came into college, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to law school. Mm, First I'll semester and I was like, yeah, this is not for college me. College
1: will have you take so many pivots.
0: What? I mean, this whole age range, like from 18 to 25, like you're thinking you're going down this one path. And then life mm-hmm. will be like, yeah. I thought uh,
1: no, <laughs> Like and then you figure out so many different aspects of yourself. You're like, right. ah, that was me two years ago, but now I have different interests. I've mm-hmm. gotten exposed to other things. I'm like, 'U, that's the path I wanna take.
0: Right. And you kinda question yourself, like, is this really me? And then you think right. about two years ago, was that really me? and, it, and it's right. so crazy. Like <laughs> college really has done it to me I would even say the COVID pandemic has done it because oh, yeah. you know we're in this time period and we've just been kind of like stagnant we've just kind of been sitting on the wayside mm-hmm. and so I've been in the house like wow it's I self-reflecting. am
1: self-reflecting
0: very much so I'm like yo I'm not an extrovert like I might have thought <laughs> I really like my silence mm-hmm. I really like my peace yeah, and I feel know, here we are today testing that theory Mm -hmm. Truly such in theory (laughs) So thinking about life, thinking about college What would you say has been your biggest failure And what did you learn from it And what would you want to tell somebody If they were going through something of a similar nature
1: Mm, My biggest failure in college Ah, okay I want to say going from high school to college I... Let me just talk about high school right quick. Like high school, I was like a Mm go-getter. I was after straight A's all throughout high school. And I was, I want to say I was down the line of being a perfectionist. Mm. So I went from being a top student of my class and being able to just excel in every single class. And so by the time I got to college, that same thing wasn't, happening and I was like, oh my gosh, mm. what like what's going on? And I think because I was doing so much in high school,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I I got burnt I got burnt out. I wanna say mm. by the time I, I hit <laughs> my senior year of high school, I I got honestly I, I wanna say a mini depression. Like I was mm-hmm. I was really going through something like my senior year of high school and going from that and feeling burnt out from trying to do 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 so much Mm -hmm. throughout my high school years by the time i hit college i was so burnt out that i wasn't putting as much into Mm. my studies i was like look i'm here because honestly (laughs) i feel like i kind of everybody be looking at me crazy they're like you graduated high school we thought you were going Mm. to be like
0: like doing something
1: big they would have been like you didn't go to college the
0: expectation is too high
1: yeah and so you're kind of living up to other people's expectations (sighs) but i mean yeah we can talk (laughs) about that too but (laughs) i um i went to college and then being there i was like yeah i kind of feel like this Mm isn't I kind of yeah. feel like I still haven't gotten through like that burnout season of mm-hmm. high school. And so I got to college and then I was trying to do my best, but I f- kind of figured out that you don't have to be a do-do-do person and mm-hmm. strive for excellence like, and like put so much pressure on yourself,
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially with being a student in STEM. Sometimes you can do all the studying. You can do all this trying and you can still find F's on your test and so i was like dang and then um it kind of taught me in college that you're not really defined by the numbers and that every time i would get that i would be like all right look Mm -hmm. i had to start having those heart-to-heart conversations with myself in the mirror like look this doesn't define you like you 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 can take a few l's but Mm -hmm. it doesn't define you and uh, oh yeah and I think a lot of times we don't, like, realize that we just got to give ourselves grace because I was like, look, you, you've you gone yes. through a, a lot and you've been growing a lot and Preach. having a lot of self. Honestly, like, you really start finding out more about yourself when you kind of take that transition from high school Ooh, to child. college. Ooh,
0: don't <laughs> you. From,
1: I'm telling you. And so when I, when I did that, I, I kind of started – learning more about me and so being honest my grades and Everything in school kind of took the backseat as I was learning more about that and trying like unpacking a lot Mm -hmm. and just growing and um, I did like have some failures because like I said my grades did kind of slip as that Mm -hmm. and then And I want to say I failed one class Mm. Even after that like it got so bad and I was like, all right, This, like I said, this doesn't define me. Right. Um, But yeah. And how would you bounce back after that? I think having me bounce back after that was really me having that heart-to-heart and saying, look, like this is not the end. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we'll beat ourselves up because we haven't really lived up to the expectations of thinking that we were supposed to to have... Supposed to be... (laughs) How can I say it? Like, we are supposed to be succeeding in something while we were going through a lot of things in life. Like I was saying, going through, like, depressing episodes. And it's like, Mm -hmm. during that time, you were doing the best you can. Right. So, it's just, it's honestly giving myself praise for even those small wins, you know? So, I think that was something.
0: That's a word right there. Giving yourself praise for small wins. Yeah. Especially now, like, we beat ourselves up so much because... Society has put this whole perfect- perfectionist idea in our heads, and okay, if you don't mind me exposing us how we were in high school, you know, oh, <laughs> taking <yeah>. AP calculus, <laughs> and I promise you, oh, anybody who was in that, that class, class knows.
1: <laughs> we've honestly, we had to get everybody back on this podcast, like all oh, of us, what oh,
0: was it, seven or eight of us? Yes. Oh my God.
1: Like whoo and crying together oh my god i
0: remember oh that whole study week crying at i don't know if i can say this but at calia's house like breaking down oh and you weren't (laughs) you weren't there for this time but they put us back in ap calculus the next year we didn't have a choice yes literally they were like oh yeah i did it you know this past year might as well do it again i'm like what and when i tell you the senior year Literally mm-hmm. like you is when everything started to slip for me. Like right. I was so burned out and I got to college and it was just like, I don't know if I can really do this anymore. And here I am yeah. into my senior year and now I'm battling myself again because I'm like, OK, here comes that perfectionist. I'm about to like step into the real world. Now mm-hmm. I got to get back, you know, get back at it. But I'm like, I am so tired like any facet of my life i am so exhausted because i've been going for years and my mom will always say you know you've been in school since you were like two you're 21 now that's 19 years
1: Uh, almost all your life really literally yeah literally almost your whole life so
0: and it's like for anybody that's out there and listening and having a hard time take a break take Mm -hmm. a moment for yourself do some self-care and speaking of self-care what are you doing for yourself now that you've had this self-realization
1: honestly during that time i'm not even gonna lie i feel like in college like when i had like the i feel like i was going through the darkest time Mm -hmm. i found a ministry on campus and i was like i'm down bad (laughs) i am so down (laughs) bad but i feel like god like really strategically placed me into a moment into a place where i could just find people who would pray for me
0: come on god
1: find people who would pour into me (laughs) during those like the deepest time Mm -hmm. like the darkest times of my life and so i want to say like during that time i really found a deeper appreciation for god and just leaning on him and saying jesus oh my gosh i need you right now because i don't know what's going on I don't know what's happening, (laughs) but I I need you to come through. And, um, but during, honestly, during that time, I feel like he really was transforming my life and cleaning it up from that burnout and just cleaning it up from everything that was going on. But outside of that, I just honestly would just take walks, Mm -hmm. um, something else i will do, dance in the kitchen, just dance to music. All right.
0: Grey's Anatomy. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um up something else just finding like doing the simple things that i love like painting my nails my toes doing the doing my little hair care routine <laughs> like just
0: Ooh. hold on mary you kind of i can't hear you oh you still there oh
1: and like doing my hair care routines and everything This fine like going back tapping into the things that i love doing
0: Mm -hmm. that is super amazing because when i say we need it right now i think we all need it especially (laughs) that mental self-care like nobody expected this pandemic to be like a year plus
1: yeah
0: i'm like yo we were supposed to be partying last summer and like this pandemic (laughs) was supposed to be like a couple weeks
1: i know like I literally went to go on spring break and never, <laughs> never returned back.
0: Literally, I'm like, okay, this is the new norm. And now here we are, you know, a year into it and I'm still home. Yeah, and I'm same. like, all right, I'm tired of being home, but I also don't want to go out. Like, it's, uh, it's <laughs> weird. It is weird. Yeah. So let's jump back to mad scientists. Uh-huh um just kind of like tell me how it all got started like what was the push you know how did you go about creating it I guess you can kind of talk about your organization ways that went through or what guidance would you give to somebody that wants to start an organization on their campus or in their Mm -hmm. local community
1: okay so it started by me being at work and at the time I was like I had a job where I was working at a desk and so like mm-hmm. taking calls and so between calls and everything I would just be doodling in my little my notebook and everything and just I would honestly have a lot of thoughts and a lot of ideas that would come up so I'll just <laughs> be writing them down and i would be like and that at that time I was like dang we don't have any organization on our campus that really just gets the minority students, like the underrepresented minorities in STEM together, where they have their own organization where they can just link up and be like, hey, I had this opportunity, I did research at this place, you should try it out. Or just get together, have meetings, talk about the highs and the lows of being a student in STEM, going through depressing moments, Mm -hmm. or um, how to bounce back after taking L after L. Or just how, how to balance that life between being in labs and having to study for most of your day, but still <laughs> wanting to have an actual life and enjoy college, um, and just linking up each other and just saying, hey, let's let's do some volunteer work. Let's help build our resume. And I was like, dang, we don't we don't have that. And so I wanted to start that, and I honestly did not expect for math scientists to be what it is today mm-hmm. because i initially started it as just an on-campus organization where i wanted to just link up with students at my school but i was like i'm oh. going to be graduating in a year and i was like uh, <laughs> i don't i want this to grow i want this to be bigger than what it is Period. And so <laughs> yeah because a lot of times when when you graduate and you leave an organization, it's kind of up to the students who are still there to right. keep it going, and I was like, uh, this is an idea that I know can be bigger than what it is, and so I kind of don't want it to stay just here, local, just at our college campus, and so I was like, ah, the start of the organization and what I would suggest.
0: All right, here we go, there we go.
1: Yeah. And I kind of ended on it being a non- like ended up being on a nonprofit, mm-hmm. math scientist, being a nonprofit. Yeah, there we go. But what advice I would give? I would say to someone starting an organization, especially if you're on campus, I feel like being on campus and starting an organization. I think that's kind of like one of kind of like the easiest things you could do because all you gotta do is like pitch the idea, kind of mm-hmm. ask around your friends, you can go around asking people in the cast hey, what would you think about having this type of organization on campus or having people in your major? That's, that's probably, like, the best thing of saying, like, do you think there's a need for this? And nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, you'll probably have people who agree with it and who are on board. And then you just got to go through the process of finding out the paperwork and figuring out how to actually start the organization. But it seems like starting one on campus is a—it's it's, kind of like a, I want to say, a fairly easy process. So, yeah.
0: And so, Mad Science is strictly at Winthrop, right?
1: Well, now it's grown, so now it's considered a nonprofit. So, oh. technically, yeah, it's still an organization at Winthrop. Mm-hmm. It's still registered as a student organization. But, like I said, because I'm going to be graduating, I want it to grow and become bigger than just a student organization. I actually mm-hmm. want to help people not only in South Carolina, but probably just in the u.s in
0: general you know um so yeah okay big things big growth. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i see it for you you know yes. we've, we've always said that for you but i I really see this i definitely see your passion like i've seen of course i've seen high school you that was super passionate about what you've been doing but to see you blossom into this like i am super 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 proud of you oh, and you. you are thank welcome you. i'm really <laughs> Excited to see where you're going, and like I said, you know I've always seen you from 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 the beginning, quote unquote. Yeah. It's been
1: forever, right? It
0: really <laughs> has been forever. Like for all of those who know, us like it has been since Orangeburg days.
1: Yeah. So back in the berg, <laughs>
0: man. But I do not miss the berg, but I know the berg misses us. Right. Um, so along your journey. Who would be three people that you would claim to be most influential or most helpful um, to you?
1: Three people who have been the most influential. Ah, God. I can't think of one. Well, is God a person? I want to say God.
0: <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm going to name God because I ain't going to lie. Like, like I said, when I was going through that tough time, I feel like that was really. Mm-hmm. The person <laughs> that really got me through well, won't those he hard times, it? I'm telling you, like, God, is, he's really, he's really, and honestly helped me grow this thing to, to just going from an idea to mm-hmm. the actual thing I'm living out right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the second person, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say is, um. okay um at the the campus ministry that i was at Mm -hmm. i met um like the leader there um Mm -hmm. austin smith and his wife now bria smith like they really were people who kind of helped cultivate what Mm -hmm. was inside of me because just by meeting them and seeing how they've grown from just being in college and now growing their ministry and and honestly their businesses and what they're doing in their life right now like they're doing big things but they kind of help me see like deep down Mm -hmm. inside what i'm really capable of you know and start seeing myself as somebody who can be from a small town but still do big things you know and still overcome my insecurities or what if i fail or what if this happens other people talk about me (laughs) you know um I would say Ben. Come on, Shepherds.
0: Ooh, we love to see it. (laughs) Love to see it.
1: Dang. Like, uh, and I would say, like, the third person is somebody who I don't know, but Nicole Linnell. I would say her. She's, Hmm. I found her on Instagram. And just seeing her, she's in fashion, so she started her own, like, fashion, um, like, brand. Mm -hmm. And her own clothing line, right? Well, in selling clothes, and I was like, dang, I really love seeing her drive and her passion. But even mm. though we are, like, in two different fields, right? just seeing her get up and go hard every day for something that she's passionate about and seeing her get on Instagram, make posts after posts, I'm like, yes. I want to be a boss woman like her. So I want to say. Period. You yes. got this. Period. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to say, look, that's the third person who really inspired me. So.
0: That is so amazing. And yes, mm-hmm. I would say God is a person. If Ariana Grande could say God is a woman, God oh, is a person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so my last question. My last question. What does black culture mean to you? And how do you see yourself? Um, How do I want to say it? How do you see yourself? showing and appreciating Black culture in what you're doing now?
1: Hmm, what does Black culture mean to me? Black culture means to me just embodying all of the greatness that all Black people have because, and honestly, it's just been forever. Like, we've always been people who take ideas and run with them. It seems like it's just in our DNA to just be great, you know? And so mm-hmm. I feel like kind of what black culture is just embodying that greatness that we already have within us and how i like how i plan to you said like act that out mm-hmm. like okay so starting the the nonprofit organization minorities who are astonishingly driven scientists it's to really help underrepresented minorities especially students like me who come from small towns and may not who may feel like they don't have as much opportunity who feel like they want to go into an area in STEM and they're like I don't know how I'm going to do this or I don't have the resources to do this I want to be that person to provide those resources for them to be successful Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we 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 have that we have it within us but we just need help we just need help or people to bring that out of us and to help grow those things within us. And so it's kind of, kind of how I plan to do it, you know, just really helping the underrepresented minorities grow and blossom into the people that they can become and helping them see that they, they already got it. They Period. already got it, but, yeah, but they, they just need – sometimes you just need a little tweaking. Sometimes you just need right. a,
0: little, a little push. Somebody to
1: show you – yeah, a little push, <laughs> show you what you got. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> that is – Amazing. Again, I am so proud of what you're doing, what you've done and what you will do in the future. I am so proud and I'm so blessed to know you as just a person, as a friend, as everything. And I give you so much praise. Continue to do great things. You know, I got your back, whatever you need. And I'm sure that our new listeners also have your back. So, please let the people know where they can find you online, where they can find your organization.
1: Okay, you can find me at Marilyn Chanel on Instagram, M E R I L Y N S H A N E L L. That is my personal page and I kind of took a little sabbatical, <laughs> but I, I pop up, you know, I pop in and out every now and then, but you, Right. <laughs> And then um, you can find Mad Scientist on Instagram as well under Mad Scientist SC, like Mad Scientist South Carolina, but just the SC on Instagram. And you can also find us on YouTube. Um, And we also have like under Apple Podcasts as well. Our YouTube videos have the audio on Apple Podcasts. So you can find us there at the Mad Scientist podcast. And yeah, that's how you can find me.
0: All right. Well, thank you again for joining us on this episode of Coaching the War. Marilyn, I am so grateful for you. Thank you all for listening. We are out. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Coaching the War. Share this with your friend, your friend's friend, your mom's friend, your dad's friend or boyfriend. You know how people are these days. Share with he, she, they and all those in between. Thank you.